0: Turn with me in the scriptures to the book of Exodus, 15th chapter, and let's pray and release our faith together and ask the Lord for the word for right now, Amen. the right now word, and uh, exactly what he would say to us and minister to us, now, uh, Father, Father, In the name of Jesus, we submit ourselves to you, to your word, to the great teacher, the Holy Spirit, and we're asking you for utterance as only you can supernaturally give the words, the scriptures, the the illustrations, the parables, whatever you would say to us and how you would show us because you know how. We're asking for answers to questions that we need answered. We're asking for solutions to issues that need solved. We're asking you for direction and an unfolding of the next parts of the plan and the vision. We're asking for a supply of the Spirit, additional anointing and strength and wisdom and ability to rise up to the highest place that you have for us. And that you might be glorified in us uh, in a greater way. And we purpose not to be just hearers only, nor forgetful hearers, but as you help us to do what you show us, put it into practice, live it. And as we do, we know great things will happen because you never fail to watch over your word and perform it in the lives of those that do it. And we give you the praise in advance in Jesus' name. Amen. So be it. In seeking the Lord about tonight and in the next uh, few weeks to come I believe I am impressed with these scriptures as our main texts Exodus the 15th chapter and the 26th verse Anybody got that one marked? Exodus 15 26, if you didn't know it, is one of the more famous healing scriptures. He said, if, if you'll diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. Hearken means listen to. We'd probably say, if you'll pay attention and listen to the voice of the Lord your God and will do. What you heard, do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I'll put none of these diseases upon you which I have brought upon the Egyptians in judgment. If you remember, man, there were plagues of flies and lice and frogs and livestock died and all these kind of things. He said, none of that will happen to you if, if, if you listen to me. And you'll do what I told you. Why? For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Glory to God. This is a forever word. This is one of these compound redemptive names. Jehovah, Rapha. There are several of these throughout the, the Word of God. They don't always come through in the English like they would in the original. He's Jehovah Shama. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's Jehovah Sidkenu. What do these say? He's Jehovah our peace. He's the Lord who's present. He's the Lord our righteousness. The list goes on. And when He says, I am this, It harkens back to when God spoke to Moses out of the burning bush. And he said, who will I say sent me? Who am I going to say? He said, you tell them I am. That I am has sent you. Who? I am. This refers to the self-existent one. He's not dependent on anything or anyone else for his power and his existence the one who was and is and always will be the great i am oh hallelujah hallelujah that's why it made the The Jewish leaders so mad they wanted to kill Jesus on the spot when he said, I am. Oh, they went off the chart angry. How dare you refer to yourself as I am. But he was and is. I am manifested in the flesh. Hallelujah. God manifested in the flesh. Jesus was born. At a specific time. In that manger. But the son of God did not begin there. The word existed. Hallelujah. From the beginning. (laughs) There are some confused folks. Even with letters at the end of their name. (laughs) That try to tell us. The age of miracles is past. And healing is done away with, and all these other things. But who has a right to take the great I am, the Lord who healeth thee, and turn it into I used to be right. the to Lord that healeth thee? If He ever was the Lord who healeth thee, He still is. The Lord who healeth thee and always will be yes. the Lord who healeth thee. Yes. This word's also translated physician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. We refer to him as the great physician. And he is to his people and to those that believe it. Notice he started this off saying, if you'll listen to me. Didn't he say that? If you listen to me and do what I say then all these diseases you saw coming on these people and the Egyptians were a type of the world the ungodly unbelieving world he said they won't come on you thank you lord because I am the lord who heals you i am the lord your physician i am the lord jehovah rapha Glory to God. Somebody say, I have a doctor. I have a a physician. I have a a healer. healer. The healer. healer. There's some also confused and would say, well, God has given us medical science. And doctors, you know, he used to do some miracles because it was necessary, but now he's given us medical science. And we can go to the doctor and we can get things done. And that's how he does it now. Now they are the gifts of healings. I have utmost respect for doctors, nurses, especially believers. But I'm sorry, no, God did not give me a man or a woman to replace him. They are a supplement. They are a help. To the greater ministry. And God does use them. But how quickly they can look at you and say, Sorry. We can't do anything else. We can't do any more. And if that's the case and your healing is limited to what man can do, you're in trouble. But is he still the Almighty? Whether you're on the back side of the desert. And can't find a band-aid, much less a hospital. Or whether you're at the best hospital in the world, still, you need more than a man. You need Jehovah Rapha. You need the Great Physician. We ought to pray for our doctors and nurses. Phyllis, I tell you, many a time she's heard me. I don't scores of times. Pray for doctors and researchers, scientists. I'll say, Lord, show them how to deal with cancer. Show them how to deal with AIDS. Show them how to deal with the scores of times. Lord, show them. Why? Because you need this natural help. But it's not enough on its own. Prayer. I've heard people say, well, prayer could be a help to doctors and medicine. Oh, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> Doctors and nurses can be a help to the great ministry of Jehovah Rapha, the healer, the best surgeon in the world, may be able to cut you open and do some things with amazing accuracy, but when they sew you up, no healing have they done, none, None. now you need to heal up. Is that right? You need healing. Where does healing come from? Nobody's got healing in a bottle. No, they don't. No, they don't. What is healing? You hear people say, Well, I, you know, I don't believe in that healing power stuff. There is no intelligent person that doesn't believe in healing power. That's right. Come on. It doesn't exist. People I know something. No, you don't. Ask them a question. Says, I don't believe in healing power. Did you ever skin your elbow? Did you ever scrape your knee? Did you ever cut yourself? All right, let's see it. No, no, it healed up. It what? It what? What caused it to heal? God created man with a certain amount of healing built right in. Well, where that healing came from, there's more. I said, there's more. Every time any of our folks in the church or any of our family or friends have a surgery. First of all, you ought to pray and seek God about it. First, what you should do and what you shouldn't do. But if they feel good about doing it or we feel good about doing it, then you pray and ask the Lord to be in the operating room. You ask his hand to be on the doctor's. And on their assistance. And on every piece of equipment. Amen. And cause it to work perfectly. Yes, right. You ask the Lord. That his anointing in hand and spirit. Would be on their minds. And bring everything to their remembrance. Keep them back from making any mistakes. Anything they're not aware of. Reveal it to them. Yes. If it takes a word of knowledge. Yes. Just let it come to them. While they're doing it. Yes. Hmm? Yes. Help them to do some of the best work. They've ever done. Yes. Perfect work. But you're not done. Then we ask the Lord, speed up the healing process working in them after the pursuit. We know it, you know, normally it takes a certain amount of time to heal up. We ask you to speed it up, Lord. That's when you'll see some of these miracles. The Lord can speed it up. He can increase healing power working in the body. Twofold, tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold, and that's when you see instantaneous things happen. It's the same healing that healed up your skin elbow. It's just a whole lot more of it. Who created your elbow anyway? Somebody say, he is. is. Jehovah Rapha. He is. is. The Lord. Lord. You are. are. The Lord. Lord. Who heals me. me. You are you are the Lord who heals me people say well you know you either believe God or you go to the doctor no 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 you best be believing God if you're going to let them roll you in that cold operating room it ain't either or we're going to believe God either way right we're going to use our faith either way but you know the Lord does things as well where it's just not necessary For man to be involved. Prayer is not a help. To medical science. Medical science. Is a natural help. To the great ministry. Of the great physician. Hallelujah. And we're thankful for it. We're very thankful for it. We're not making light of it. But there's just something that's so much bigger. And so much more powerful. With whom nothing's impossible. With him, with the great physician, there are no terminal cases. There are no incurable cases. There are no unfixable situations. None. None. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say, He's my doctor, He's my great physician. Look in Psalm 103. We were there just earlier, but look again Psalm 103. Verse 1 says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Are there any benefits to this Christian life, this, this Christian walk? There's more than one benefit. There are benefits. Plural. With a lot of Christians to hear them talk. The only benefit they ever talk about. Is missing hell. Not going to hell when you die. Getting to go to heaven. Now if that's the only one you had. That'd be great. But there are more than one benefit. To being a Christian and walking with the Lord. Forget not all. Sounds like more than a couple. Forget not all his benefits. And then it mentions the top two benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. What sin, what transgression is there that the Lord won't forgive? Hmm? What about the unpardonable sin? Most people don't have a clue what that might be. They just heard somebody else refer to it. But just a quick, quick abbreviated version of it. If you have done what the Bible refers to in that You refuse to ask for forgiveness. You are unrepentant. You won't come back to the Lord. You don't want to be right with him. If you want to be right with him, if you're willing to ask him to forgive you, you have not done that. I'm not going to take an hour to teach on that, but you have not done that. If you want to be right with God, if you're willing to repent, you have not committed the so-called unpardonable sin. So, what that, then you understand how this is absolutely true. He forgives what? Anybody that will come and genuinely repent, He will forgive you. All your iniquities. Guess what else He does? Who heals? Some special cases that we just don't know why, but God sometimes does some special things to show His power. But it's not for everybody. It used to happen a lot. Like back in the day. But now that we have the written Bible. And the day of the apostles has passed. And, and the foundation of the church is laid. And we just don't need all that anymore. No. No. He forgives. All. all my iniquities. Yes, and he heals. All. all my diseases. Because He is the Lord that healeth me. Yes. Yes. Do you understand? It's not enough for you just to believe God can heal. You can believe that all your life and never receive a healing. Did you know the Bible said the devils believe there is God and in God and they tremble? Well, they don't get saved. It's not enough to just believe that Jesus is a Savior. You have to receive Him as my Savior. Believe in Him specifically and purposefully. Hmm? Jesus is the Lord my righteousness. The Lord who has saved me and washed me and redeemed me and made me holy. He's my Redeemer. My Savior. He's Savior to me. Amen. And he forgives me of all my iniquities. And washed me of all my unrighteousness. Well you need to go on. Because there are other benefits to be had. You also not only must believe that he could heal if he wanted to. That's not going to get you there. I said that's not going to get you there. What must you believe? Lord same thing. You are. I receive you is my healer. You heal all my issues. Is that right? Any dis-ease. Any problem. You're my healer. You heal everything. Just like you forgive everything. Now you lose a lot of people right there. Well, well, well we all have, you know, problems and everybody goes through stuff well, you're making exceptions you're making excuses, you could say the same thing about him forgiving you too you could say the same thing about him meeting your knees. we have all come short but if we've not experienced the fullness of this, it wasn't because it was not his will it was because we didn't believe it and receive it for some reason it's God's will he's not willing that any should perish it's God's perfect will for everybody to be saved. Will they be? No. no. But it's not his fault. In the like manner, it's God's will for everybody to be healed of everything. Will they be? No. But it's not his, his fault. It's been provided for when Jesus went to the scourging post, he took our infirmities, oh, yes. he bore our sicknesses, he carried our pains. Yes. Did he just carry part of them? Part of them. Part of them. For some lucky people. No, no, no. When he said, it is finished. Did he accomplish a complete redemption did he go spirit and soul and body did he redeem us spirit soul and body has he done everything that ever needs to be done when he sat down at the right hand of majesty on high it's done I said it's done it is bought and paid for sadly there will be millions who will refuse to believe in him and will go off into eternity lost it's terribly sad but it's not his fault and it never was his will because they won't believe it and they won't receive it. Right. Everything else in God's that way. He said, I set before you life, death, blessing, cursing, you choose. Right. Didn't he say it Am I quote in scripture? Yes. You choose. Yes. You choose. Right. Oh, I see you sitting up in church here. Yeah. Come on. Come on. I believe you have chosen to believe. Oh, right. yes. Yes. Lord, yes. I think you have. Hallelujah. Well you got to not be moved by what you feel or what you see or have experienced or haven't experienced or somebody did or somebody didn't. Don't let that be the basis for your convictions and your belief. Let the unchanging unfailing word of the most high be your solid foundation of what you believe and you believe it no matter what. The word doesn't change, so your believing doesn't change. Let this be a pillar in your life. Let it go deep into your heart. This is not something you're trying to figure out or wondering if you believe or contemplating or you're not open to any arguments about it. Hmm? You are completely persuaded. And convinced and settled that Jesus is God is my healer. My healer. My healer. He heals me. Every day of my life. You're gonna need some healing every day of your life. A lot of times it's so small you don't even notice it, but it keeps you from having bigger problems. And ever how much you need, he's more than enough. Come on, somebody, say that out loud again. The Lord, the Lord is the God who heals me. Who heals me. Hallelujah. Lord, Said to him, You are the God who heals me. You are the God who heals me. You are the God who heals me. You can have miracles and not get any more complicated than that. Just that right there. You are the God who heals me thank you Lord thank you Lord you are the God who heals me go with me please to Luke chapter 4 Luke chapter 4 towards the end of the chapter here about verse 43 we need it established that he is the healer, and that healing is his will. We'll continue to talk about that as time goes on. But also, we need to learn how he does it and how we receive it. Hmm? Anybody interested in this? So we're going to be going back and forth as far as I know on these for some length of time. Hmm? And I believe it's available to us to be one of the healedest churches. I know that's not good English. One of the most healed. I believe it's available to us. It's already bought and paid for. Just a lot of folks don't believe it. But we do. We do. Luke 4, towards the end of the chapter here, I want you to see how it happened in the ministry of Jesus. And Lord, I'm praying right now, asking you with these folks together with me. I pray that how you ministered, the reality of your ministry would become more clear and real to us in these days now and in these days moving forward than ever before. That we would get to relive it and experience it. What you did and how you did it, because you never change, Lord. You never change. Somebody say, I believe it. I believe. We, ask it we ask for it. And we believe we, it. we believe we receive it. The Holy Spirit will move up and down these aisles. The angels will come down and touch in the chairs in this building and in Sarasota. And those watching by the camera in their homes. And quickening will come up in the body. And one will say, ha, ha, I'm healed, I'm healed. And another will say, ha, I can see good. Oh, oh, my ear just opened up. Oh, oh, I can raise this hand. Oh, my shara koshni, I don't hurt anymore. Somebody say I believe it I believe it I I receive it it. In Jesus name name. Oh Oh friends We're coming into a good place We're coming into a stronger place Coming into a higher place Say it out loud more More healings Than ever before Greater miracles, more outstanding outstanding things than ever before. before. Because the Lord Lord is is our our healer. Glory be to God. The Lord is our healer, the Lord who heals us. How many. Would acknowledge if you read the New Testament enough to know healing is a big part of the New Testament, huh? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John continued through the book of Acts. Healing, 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 healing. Thousands and thousands healed. Was healing a big part of Jesus' ministry? Big part. Why? You got folks that think they got it figured out and say, well, it was to prove his divinity. No, it wasn't. I said, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. If it was to prove his divinity, he would have certainly done differently in his own hometown. I mean, where do you want to come off looking good anymore than in your own hometown? The Bible said in his own hometown, he could there didn't say he decided not to. He could there do no mighty works. Amen. And it was because of their unbelief. If the healings happen. Just because he is operating as God. Showing people that he's God. It would have been a perfect opportunity to say. You don't believe in me? You don't believe in me? Stand back. Watch this. Bring me some blind people. Bring me some deaf people. Huh? Would have been the perfect opportunity. But he didn't do that. I said he didn't do that. The scripture says. There were no mighty works done there. Hmm. -mm. What you do see. Is the master telling people. Your faith. Has made you whole. Is that right? As you have believed. So be it done unto you repeatedly your faith has saved you your faith has made you whole as you have believed Jesus put the emphasis on the individual's faith and when people would come up and say you know have mercy on us he'd say do you believe you believe this can happen you believe we can do this why ask him that if it's just Jesus doing something then that's not a factor It's not important. It doesn't matter. He's going to do it whether or not. Religion has come up with these ideas. And that some of these are actually doctrines of devils to blind the people from seeing the importance of faith so we don't have these kind of miracles in our life in churches today. But by the grace of God, we are not ignorant of the enemy's devices. Our eyes are being enlightened. Hallelujah. We're seeing the glorious truth. That there's nothing impossible with God. And he never changes. And all things are possible to those that believe. Hmm. Look for. Oh, thank you, Master. Now let's believe that word that just came out. Uh, you, you know if you've been around here you know me I, I no more knew that was going to happen than anything I, that never crossed my mind that that would come out like that tonight I believe it was the Lord but that's not the end of it we need to lay hold of it and say yes yes we believe it so be it Amen. hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 healings yes. like popcorn a popping. You know how popcorn does, right? I mean, you you put the heat on it, nothing, nothing, is that right? Put the heat on, or today it's a microwave, nothing, nothing, and then you hear, pop, 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 is that right? Pop, 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 and then before long, I mean, it just pops everywhere, is that right? Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Somebody say, Lord, let it be. Lord, let it be. Let it be. Healing everywhere. Like popcorn popping. Get glory to yourself. Hallelujah. We'll tell everybody, you did it. Hmm? We're not going to give the glory to me and Phyllis. We're not going to give the glory to this church. We're not going to give the glory to you. I'm not the healer. You're not the healer. He's the healer. He's the Lord who heals us. (laughs) He's the Lord. He's the Lord. Wow. Luke 4. (laughs) Luke 4. And uh, let me see. Let me find my place here. 43 I think it is. Luke 4.43, Jesus said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. The kingdom of God is God's dominion, where God's will and power is manifested. That is not over this entire planet at this time. Mm-mm. Satan is called the God of this world right now. That's soon to change. He's already defeated. In spirit, he's operating as an outlaw because of mankind's ignorance and weakness. But the kingdom of God is operative right now. Any of us and any believers all over the planet who are yielding ourselves to Him and believing Him, His will, at least some measure of it, is being done in our life. And His power, at least some measure of it, is being manifested in our life. We are in the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is in us. Hallelujah. Now the more we yield to Him, and the more we believe in Him, that's why He told us to pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven now if everything that was happening was his will there'd be no need in praying that but there's all kind of stuff that's not being his will that's not being done and there's all kind of stuff happening that's not his will Mm -hmm. but where he is believed and his word is received and acted on God's will will be done and God's power manifested said out loud thy kingdom come (laughs) Thy will be done, will be done. Here, here as it is in heaven, as it is in heaven. here, here. Hmm? in these chairs, yes. in our houses, in our cars, yes. in our places of business, yes. glory to God, Jesus preached the kingdom of God. And uh, verse 44, he preached in the synagogues of Galilee. And it came to pass that as the people pressed on him, for what? What are they pressing on him about? To hear the word of God. Yes. Masses of people were coming for what? To hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Now skip on down uh, in the fifth chapter here to the twelfth verse. It came to pass when he was in a certain city behold a man full of leprosy. This would be you know we'd call it stage four last stages terminal of this disease and seeing Jesus he fell on his face and besought him and said Lord if you will You can make me clean. So he believes. That it could happen. But he's not healed. Believing that. Keep going. And Jesus put forth his hand. And touched. His mass of diseased flesh. He's in the last stages. The Bible refers to it. As being dead. While you live. Because the tissue on your body. Has already died. You're basically mostly a walking corpse. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched that diseased flesh and said, I will. Wonder if he still says, I will. When did he ever say, I won't? You know, in order for something to be scriptural, you need scriptures for it and these folks that try to tell us it's not always the will of God where is your scripture for that where sometimes it's not God's will sometimes God says wait a while where 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 is your scripture everybody that ever came to Jesus to be healed left healed everybody everybody and we'll see as we go we're talking about tens of thousands and scores of thousands of people in some of these crowds surely there's at least a couple of unlucky ones in a big group like that that wasn't ready or God was still working something out in their life or for some reason it just wasn't God's will or his timing at least a couple but no not a one Every one that came to be healed left healed. Because he's the God who forgives all your iniquities and he heals all your diseases. He's the God who heals you. He's the God that healeth thee. He said, I will. Touched him and said, I will. You be clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. This wasn't after 24 treatments. (laughs) This was right now. Is healing power real? Has it gone away? Has, Has God lost his power or changed his mind or changed his will? Can this kind of thing still happen today? It is happening. It is happening. It is happening in some places a lot more than others. Places like here, in Sarasota, and people that are joined with us. Glory to God. Mhm. Mhm. Hallelujah. These signs follow them that believe, not those that don't believe. Keep reading. He charged him to told him to go and show yourself to the priest and offer for the cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony to them. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. Now this word fame has to do with the same word translated hear or report. How did the fame get spread? They heard about him. They heard about things like this that had just happened. These healings and miracles. And what's the result? Great multitudes. Now we're given accounts in the Bible where it said a multitude was thousands. Well, what about great multitudes? Plural. We're talking about tens of thousands of people. And scores of thousands of people. And why did they come? Why did they come? They came together to hear. And to be healed healed by him of their infirmities. Everybody say to hear hear, and to be healed. healed. Come on, say it again. To hear hear, and to be healed. healed. See, not just to be healed. If you just come to be healed, you can miss it. Remember we talked about, we need to emphasize a couple of things. That God is a healing God. And his will is healing. And then what else? How does he do it? And how do we receive it? That's what we're talking about right now. The hearing is an indispensable part of the healing. Just like the hearing is an indispensable part of the new birth. Come on, can you see that? How do you get saved? How will they believe in him in whom they've not heard? They won't. They can't. How will they hear without a preacher? They won't. They can't. Now, they came to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities, which means their their physical weaknesses. Skip over down to the sixth chapter, I believe it is, just a short distance to chapter six and the 17th verse, because we're establishing this is not a one-time incident, This is a mode of operation. This is the way the master did it. We need to remind ourselves that Jesus ministered to the sick as a man, not as God. Jesus said, I can of my own self do nothing. Did he say that? Is that true or not? True or not? Now, I know that bothers a lot of people, but you need to get this fixed or there's going to be some whole areas of his power not available to you. If he did it as God, none of us are God, right? So none of us would have the ability to minister like him. Hmm? And people have tried to say that. Well, who are you making yourself out to be? That's Jesus. He can do that. He didn't do it as God. Philippians tells us he laid aside his mighty weight and glory and power and became like other men. Didn't he? That's why the Bible said he could do no mighty works in his own hometown. Why? He had to have faith. Just like we have to have faith. How does it come? Which is why the people came to hear. To hear and be healed. Divine healing starts with hearing. Thank you. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Just like divine salvation begins with hearing. Hearing the good news, the gospel about Jesus. Well, hallelujah. He has more than one benefit. He's not only a savior. He's the healer too. He's the filler and baptizer with the Holy Spirit. He's the leader and God. He's the protector. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So in 6 and 17, he came down with them and stood in the plain. This is another place, another situation. And the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem from the seacoast of Tyre and Zidon. And they came, Another, another other crowds, they came to what? To hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Why did they come to these meetings? To hear hear and to be healed. Hallelujah. And they realized I need to hear to be healed. Glory to God. Hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. That's the title of our new series. Hear and be healed. Not my words. The Bible's words. Hear and be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. It doesn't matter if it's physical or mental. Hmm? emotional, solical, doesn't matter what it is. If it's wrong, he can fix it. Huh? Sure. So easy. we're talking about the creator of the heavens and the earth. What is it that would be hard for him to fix? It is so easy for the Lord to restore. He created man. How easy would it be for him to restore a heart or a lung? Or a kidney. All it takes is a touch. Just a touch. Just a touch. That's why you see situations like the woman with the issue of blood. Pressed through the crowd and what? Touched. Touched. And when she did, the power flowed into her. Jesus stopped and said, I proceed that virtue or anointing or power flowed out of me. And in the end, he told her, go in peace, daughter. Be whole, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of your place. Your faith has healed you. Now, why didn't he say, my power has healed you? Why didn't he say, I've demonstrated my deity just now? Hmm? He could have said it why should we emphasize something different than what Jesus emphasized? Why should we? I know it's common because people have done it so long because preachers learned that in their university and their Bible schools and seminaries. But where is it at? He still is the great I Am, Jehovah Rapha. He still is and he still does it the same way. Why would you need to hear to be healed? Hmm? Anybody remember Romans 10? Huh? We were just talking about it. Put it up on the screen, Romans 10, 17. I've heard these verses before. Yeah, you need to hear them again. I've eaten a good meal before too. And I'll do it again. Come on, think about it. What if you never ate the same thing twice? You got to the buffet, sliding your tray down going, potatoes, had those back in 69. Chicken, no, I had that in 72. you go going to starve to death. If it was good and it nourished you then, it's good and it'll nourish you now. And Jesus said, "Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God hallelujah I know when you're hurting, you want healing, but when you're talking about divine healing, you need to be a lot more interested in the hearing than you are the healing if you get to hearing, the healing comes with <laughs> When well, I'm in a hurry to get healed, then you better hurry up and hear, yeah. <laughs> hear, and be healed. Romans ten seventeen. So then faith comes how? Amen. Not by praying. Not by people laying hands on you and imparting faith to you. That's not how it comes. I've seen people chase ministers down and say, Lay hands on me and give me some of that. Talking about what? Some of the anointing and whatever is on them. Well, honey, they did, if they have anything, they didn't give it to theirself. Right. If they have anything. And they can't just, at their whim, give it to you. They didn't give it to theirself. Right. Now, the Lord could minister something to you through them if He directed it. And if he's doing it. But some people play with these things. And Brother Hagin used to call that laying empty hands on empty heads. (laughs) And I mean he could figure not much happens in situations like that. (laughs) Those are his words. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Uh, Weist translation says this, faith is out of the source of that which is heard. I don't, I'm sure we haven't seen the significance of this. Faith is a force God has himself. When we say the faith of God, that's different from faith in God. It's God's own faith. It's how he created the heavens and the earth and everything. He conceived it. He believed it. He released it with the words of his mouth and it became into existence. It is a creative force. Faith is a creative force, a healing force, a restoring force, a delivering force. Faith itself. That's why Jesus told people your faith did that. What stopped the hemorrhage in the woman's body? Jesus said, your faith did that. Now a whole lot of church going people, they don't like that. They don't like that. They go, no, no, no. Now God did that as a sign and wonder. Well, why didn't Jesus say, God just did this as a sign and wonder? Hmm? Why didn't he say that? Why don't we emphasize what Jesus emphasized? Why don't we major on what Jesus majored on? How many think he said it right? He emphasized the right thing. Well, he emphasized the individual's faith. Your faith has made you whole. Well, it comes back to God because the faith comes from him. It's a measure of his faith that you got from hearing his word. I mean, it's all because of him. But you decided to embrace it and have it and release it. And so that allows God to do things for you that he's not doing for everybody. And it's entirely just and fair because you received it and they didn't. New birth, healing, whatever it might be, works exactly the same way. Faith Is out of the source of that which is heard. This is amazing. When you hear an anointed word, the spiritual force of faith, if you are open to it, can come into you while you're hearing it. And where you were hopeless, confidence can just come right up in you. And where you were a victim, a conquering spirit can rise up inside you. And where you felt like you were under the problem. And the problem on top of you. Just like that. You can feel like you're 20 foot tall. Looking down on it. <laughs> it is a supernatural power. Faith. It is so important. That it is impossible to please God. Without this. Yes, right. mm-hmm. If he holds it so dear, shouldn't we? Oh, amen. Yes, if he holds it so important, people mock us about faith. Yeah, they do. There's a reason why faith's on the front of this church. Amen. And it's not coming down. Aren't y'all going to join this? Aren't you going to do this? Aren't you going to change this? Mm. No. 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 Faith is the victory. That overcomes the world. Faith is the only way to please God.. Hallelujah. And there is nobody that's got too much faith. Nobody around here even approaching that. There's a whole lot of folks are running low. What did Jesus encounter? Where's your faith? Why so little faith? Why don't you have any faith? You know what he said? Once in a while. He'd say, man, that's some good faith. (laughs) I hadn't seen faith like this in this whole country. Uh Great is your faith. Then what did he say? Be it unto you as you believe. Woo-hoo. Woo. Miracles. Power manifest. Why? Because the word spoken by God Is supernatural power. So the faith that comes from that word. Is supernatural power. And when the faith is released. The supernatural power is released. It all came out of him. Out of his mouth. Which is why if you want to be healed. You need to hear. That's where it comes from. That's how it comes. Hmm. He said the faith. Is out of the source. Of that which is heard. And that which is heard is through the agency of the word concerning Christ. We say faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Literally, correctly, instead of God, it should say Christ. If you look up the word, you'll see it. Christ means anointed. Faith doesn't come from just hearing anybody read the Bible faith doesn't come from somebody droning along reciting scriptures when faith comes is when there's an anointing uh, that causes the utterance to come hallelujah and it hits you and quickens you on the inside right you were feeling down now you're not you're feeling weak now you're strong you're feeling like we can't now you're saying yeah we can't You were thinking there's no way, and then you're saying, God's the way. There is. This is easy for God. Not only is it not impossible, it's easy for him. But not everybody has faith. And not everywhere you go, will you get faith. Not every church and not every uh, message is going to produce faith. In fact, there are a lot of messages that if you listen to them and accept them, it will take faith out of you. Just like you could afford to lose any. Right. It's true. I've seen people. Who had some faith. And were making progress. And they went to a church. And they preached to them. That healing had been done away with. And, and that healing and laying on the hands and stuff. Is of the devil. And they got scared. And they backed off of it. And lost what healing they had. Lost the progress that they had made. The preaching they heard. Stole their faith. Yes. Took it out of them. Does it Does it matter. Who you hang around yes. and what you listen to yes. and who you hear. And you don't have to be a Greek or Hebrew scholar. If you are uh, turn on the TV and somebody's preaching or a radio or somebody's talking to you about something and something bothers your spirit about it, don't wait. Turn it off. Change the channel. You, the, when the Spirit of God checks you, your head, you may not be at the place where you can discern what's wrong with this. Yeah. And it's dangerous. Yes, sir. So just get away from it. Get away from it. Get off of it. But you'll know if something ministers to your spirit. It builds you up. You're a lot better off after you get through listening to it. Than before you started. That's the thing you want to eat again. And eat it again. And eat it again. Because it's quickening you. It's building your faith. It's making you strong. Oh hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say, I believe, it. I believe it. Go with me to Proverbs 4. And I think we can end up on this note. Proverbs 4. Somebody say, hear and be healed. He is the God that heals all my diseases. He is the Lord that healeth me. Amen. Amen. Just like he's my savior, he's my healer, my healer, he heals me. In Proverbs 4 and 20, we get more insight into why they were coming to hear and to be healed. We know faith comes when you hear, open, hear and receive the anointed word preached and taught, ministry. And this talks about the healing power in God's words. He said, "Uh, my son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Keep going. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they, they what? God's words are life unto those, not everybody, but those that find them, and health, or the margin says medicine, to all their flesh. Is it true? Glory to God. Something very important here. He didn't say God's words are like medicine. They are medicine. And he didn't say. God's good words. Are like medicine to your soul. Yeah. Thank God you can sit down. Read your Bible. And get an encouraging. Soothing message for your soul. Well you can. But that's not what he's saying right here. He said they are medicine. To your flesh. Flesh. That's healing, brother. That's restoration. That's renewal. That's strength. And it's not like medicine. It is medicine. But not to everybody. To those that find them. Now, he's got to be talking about more than just getting the Bible open and being able to locate a verse. And you remember Jesus said to people frequently, to him that has ears to hear. So what's he talking about? Notice where the emphasis is placed. This one verse, their life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Go back to verse 20 and notice how much leads up to this. Before we talk about how God's words are healing in medicine, what does he talk about? You and I hearing it. And how we hear it. Detailed instructions. This is not a side thing, this is a main thing. This is the prerequisite. Don't focus on the healing, that's God's part. Focus on the hearing, that's my part. Read it again, verse 20. My son, attend to my words. God's words translation says, My son, pay attention to my words. Open your ears to what I say. Don't lose sight of these things. Keep them deep within your heart because they are life to those that find them and they heal the whole body. Is that plain enough for us? The Living Bible. Listen, son of mine, to what I say. Listen carefully. Keep these thoughts ever in mind. Let them penetrate deep within your heart, for they will mean real life for you and radiant health. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those who study these things, scientists, doctors, researchers, they'll agree. Again and again and again. Disease. Whether it's a small thing. Or a life threatening thing. It comes from. Imbalance. And disharmony. Notice the name. Dis ease. Something's out of whack. Something's out of balance. Levels. Off. Immune system off, come on here, blood cells off, this is too much, this is not enough this is too acidic, this is too That's alkaline right. this is, you what I'm saying yeah. out of balance because when everything is working like it's supposed to be working things that hurt other people don't hurt you, right. Right. you never even notice it right. your immune system takes care of it knocks it out, you never even knew there was a fight I mean, take your spine itself. Long as the vertebrae are straight and the muscles are the same strength and the nerve is flowing, but this side get weak and this side gets pulled out, you got pain, you got problems, what? Imbalance. This is too strong, this is too weak. This is too far this way, it's not straight, it's not balanced, it's not right. What is not widely known and understood Is that the physical is directly connected. To the man on the inside. The spirit. And what's happening here. Is a reflection. Of what has or hasn't happened inside. And what can bring us back into harmony. Back into balance. Restorative. The same word that created us to start with. The same word that created the heavens and the earth. These words can come into us and balance us and restore us and strengthen what is weak and calm and soothe what was overactive. Come on, can you see this? A word from God can do that inside you and me And in a nerve or a muscle or a bone, cancer can be raging. It's out of the control, out of the ability of the body's uh, strength to handle it or combat it. But a word from God can penetrate right into you and just stop it in its tracks. And somebody say, yeah, but they said I'd be dead in two weeks. Well, that's if it's advancing the way it has been. If it stopped in its tracks, you've got plenty of time. (laughs) You're alive now, aren't you? And enough time to keep taking your medicine and get this thing moving back the other direction. Come on, are you listening? Now, though that sounds like foolishness to a lot of people, but a lot of people don't even believe in God either. It doesn't matter if you were born without something. It doesn't matter if something was damaged in a car wreck or an accident or a sports incident. The Bible talks about in Jesus' ministry, people that were lame were healed. People that had been maimed were healed and made whole. Why? Because the power that's created the stars and planet created matter. Spirit creates matter. Spirit changes matter. That's what flowed out of Jesus when that woman touched him and where she had been through procedure after procedure and spent all her money and nobody could stop that hemorrhage on the inside of her, the power of God flowed into her just like that, stopped it. She's not bleeding anymore. Even though she had a hemorrhage, nobody could stop for 12 years. Instantly, stop right now. She felt in her body she was healed of that problem. What'd she feel? Jesus said he felt the power flow out of him. Glory to God. Healing power is real. Just as real as the air you're breathing right now. It's real. It's real. It doesn't manifest everywhere just like salvation doesn't manifest everywhere because not everybody's open to it and receptive of it or believing in him. Somebody say, well, you one of them. you one of them. them wild-eyed Pentecostal types, aren't you? You, you? you believe in that healing, miracles, probably talking tongues and all that too, don't you? Yep. I'm not just one of them. I'm one of the ringleaders. I encourage other people to do it. I I lead them into it too. I'm one of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you're not one of them, it beats whatever one you are. I don't care how much of an atheist you think you are. When you're facing a terrible, impossible situation, you want to believe in something. You're going to want to. And thank God if you've been getting fed prior to that... And you're not just starting from nothing. Trying to build up some faith. You're going to be in such a better condition. You're going to be ready to be the overcomer. That God made you to be. Can you say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you. They are life to those that find them. And health. To all their. Flesh. Let me read De Young's literal translation. And we'll read one more here. He said my son. To my words give attention. Now let me slow down a little bit. A lot of people read this passage this way. My son attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Far. <laughs> they are life to those that find them. And health to all the. Fl- Wrong. You're emphasizing God's part. You don't need to work on God's part. our emphasis needs to change. To what? My son. That's me. Pay attention to what I say. Why would he say that? Because there's going to be a real possibility you not paying attention. I need to pay attention. Listen closely to my words. Why would he say that? A lot of folks are not. Reckon we you, me, ever didn't pay attention to what he said. Didn't listen closely to his words. In fact, don't let them out of your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. I know uh, some years ago I had the privilege of working in Brother Kenneth Hagin's healing school for a number of years. And in that time saw the importance of what we're talking about tonight. The hearing. And how that... uh, Psalm, what was it? 107:20. It said he sent his word and did what? Heal them and delivered them from their destructions. How did he do it? How did he heal them? He sent his word and the word healed them. Their faith received it. So it's correct to say it either way. Their faith made them whole. That's correct. The word healed them. That's correct too. Because their faith was in the word. And Brother Hagin told the account of how. He was born prematurely before they had all of the incubators and all the stuff they have today, and they thought he was dead, went out to bury him, and found a, detected some life about him, brought him back in the house and cleaned him up some, and and he kept living. But they discovered he had major problems. The doctors that they took him to said he had an incurable blood disease. He had a deformed heart. He never developed like he's supposed to, and had all these problems. And some of the best doctors in the country said he could not live past 16 years of age. Well, about a year before he reached that age, he became totally bedfast. He was going just the way they said he would. But he said he began to find out about faith as a young Baptist boy reading Grandma's Methodist Bible. (laughs) And he found Mark 11, 23 and 24. What things ever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you'll have them. And he said the Lord showed him about the woman with the issue of blood that her faith made her whole. He struggled because people around him told him healing had been done away with. All those things had been done away with. And thank God the Holy Spirit took him that passage and said, have you ever heard anybody say faith has been done away with? (laughs) He said no. And he said the Spirit of God says no and you never will. Because if there's no faith, there's no salvation. There's no church. Well, if faith hadn't been done away with and her faith made her whole, yeah. right. your faith can make you whole. Yeah. Yeah. So he laid hold of that. And he just, he just knew somehow his answer was in this book. He said there were times he's unconscious for most of the day. And, and then when he is, he can't move a page. Sometimes it'd take him minutes just to slide one page over to where he could read. And some of his relatives got concerned about him and they came to visit him. Because somebody said, you know, he just reads that Bible all the time. He's going to lose his mind. <laughs> and so more than one person came to check on him. And he had the Bible there in the bed with him. They said, you, you read that much? He said, yes, sir. He said, you read, ever read any novels and uh, mystery books, sir? He said, no, sir, don't have time. Amen. <laughs> don't have time. Yes, you ever read any comic books? You know, he's a teenager. He said, no, sir, don't have time. You ever read the newspaper or magazine? He said, no sir, don't have time. Don't have time. What's he doing? My son. Come on, are you listening? My son, attend to my words. Hmm? Incline your ear to what? Mystery book? Comic strip? No. My, You ain't going to get healed reading that. Right? There's no help for you in there. Many times I've been in hospital rooms. And to minister to people. And they've got a terrible report. It's supposed to be dead in a few days. And they got the TV blaring yeah. Yeah. with some goofy stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And sit there and watch that day and day and die. Yeah. How many understand you're not going to get healed yeah. watching the soap operas? That's right. Are you? No, that's right. Are hours, endless hours of the news? No, no honey. You don't have time for that. That's right. They just told you you're running out of time. You best attend to his words. Yes, Incline your, get them going night and day. And not just mindlessly, but thinking about what he's saying, feeding on it, minding it. Come on, can you see this? And thank God he did. There came a point where his faith got strong enough. The Lord told him, you know, well, people, you believe you're well. He said, I sure do. He said, well, people ought to be out of bed this time of day. Yeah. Well, there was no need in telling him that months before. That's right. His faith wasn't there. But today, because he's been attending to his words, he said he grabbed hold of the post of the bed, pushed his legs up. He said they hit the floor like a chunk of wood. Got no feeling in them. He's paralyzed. He hung on to that thing and slid the rest of his body off, and he slowly slid down till his knees are touching the floor. He said. I want to declare before heaven and hell, I believe I received my healing. I believe I received my healing. He said something hit the top of his head, felt like warm honey. He said it began to just slide over the top of his head Over the side Down his body When it got to his legs It felt like thousands of needles were stuck into him it, He said it hurt so bad But it felt so good Because he has, had no feeling in these legs And in a few seconds He's standing there On these legs Praising God Oh can somebody say glory to God Hallelujah and had decades and decades of ministry serving the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What if he had thought, well, I'm dying anyway. I ain't got time for all that. Mad at God because he's in this situation and is this God's will for me. Spent all his time reading something else, watching something else. Well, he wouldn't have been around. This testimony, wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about it. I've had people in the... In healing school that came to us to receive ministry. Thinking of this couple right now. And uh, they came, nice acting people. And they said, they caught me before this afternoon service. They said, we, we want you to pray for us. He's had such and such, they give him this bad report, uh, uncurable, going to be terminal. And uh, in talking to him just a little bit, I could tell they have no faith at all yeah. to be healed. They have faith in Jesus as their Savior, they're born again, but they have zero faith to be healed. I don't need to lay hands on them right now. Nothing's going to happen. And they're just going to be discouraged. A lot of people don't know that, but by that time I had found that out. I said, can you stay for the service? It's going to start just in a couple of hours. They said, no, no. We've planned to go shopping. Hmm? I tried to talk to them. You know, they just told me they got X amount months to live. What did the Lord say? Attend to my words incline to my sayings don't let them depart from your eyes keep them in the midst of your heart but see most Christians are so ignorant of the power of this and how it works they have no time they think they won't give it any time I tried to talk to them but no no they had been planning this they're going shopping so they went never heard from them again another time I was talking to some folks they were out of the long distance away and they were there. I said, we're going to start here in just about 30 minutes. Come in and hear the word. Let your faith get built up. Because I could tell. They don't have a clue whether it's even God's will for them to be healed or not. They got no faith at all to be healed. And one of them said, well, no, you know, today's the day I work in my flower bed. Got to get back and work in my flower bed. I almost just blurted it out. They said you're going to be dead in three months. Right? Well, yeah, but I, you know, this is what I do. This is so sad. People will give the word no place and no time. That's why we have uh, healing classes. So that you come and you get fed. You need fed on a regular basis if you've been hit with something like that. You need extra coming into you. You need to do it yourself and if it's happening somewhere else, you need to go let them pump it into you. Is that right? Oh, but hallelujah, I've seen the other side too. Thinking about this verse, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. That word destruction is translated in other places, deaths, grave. He delivered them from the grave. There was a couple came in healing school one morning, about 10 o'clock. We had just begun teaching. No fast organ music or piano music, just me and a Bible. And they came in, sat down in the back. He was a tall fellow, young you could tell at one point he had been a big, strong guy, but he was wasted down to nothing. I learned later uh, at last stages of cancer in both lungs. And uh, he could barely breathe. His wife and some of our ushers helped him in, and he's draped over the chair. Uh, he couldn't even raise up. He's leaning over, holding on to it, going. I mean, so loud. It was disrupting. People are turning around thinking. Is he going to make it? Is he going to get that next breath? Come to find out later. He'd been in the hospital. And the doctors had given up. uh, Well, I don't mean given up. But they, they had said nothing more can be done. All they had been doing for weeks. Was just giving him something for the pain. He's done. But somehow. Somebody told him. He could go over there. And hear something. About a Jesus who was and is and always will be the healing Jesus. And he told his little wife, he said, they can't help me here. Get me over there. So they drug him over there. And that day I was preaching on God's word is medicine. Just what I'm talking about right now same thing with a whole lot less amens it was a little smile probably was 25 people there i was preaching it but i was preaching it just as hard as i am right now oh yeah i believe it then i believe it now i know it's true and i've talked about how god's word not like medicine it is medicine just like you take a pill And it will affect you. You can feel the effects of it. It changes your body. It does things in your body. The word of God if you believe it. And take it. Hmm? Incline your ear to it. Don't let it depart from your eyes. Keep it in the midst of your heart. Let it get down in you. It will release its power. Just like that pill releases what it's got. What it can do. And begin to talk about how his word is life. Didn't Jesus say the flesh profits nothing. But the, my words that I speak. They are spirit. And they are life. And as I begin to. I just kept on. I learned. That's why if a baby cries. Or somebody does something. It doesn't bother me. I, I preached where people were doing all this other stuff. Machines are going. And people are yelling and hollering. And, and hurting. And you can hear them breathing all over the place. Doesn't change a thing. As I did. Of course, he's breathing. You can hear him all over the place. He's groaning. He's hurting. He's in such a bad way. But the truth is the truth. Somebody say he needs healing. Now help me out. He needs to hear. That's how God heals. He needs to hear. Well, he needs to heal. Go pray for him so he can be healed. That's not how it works. Yes, Yes, you might pray for him if he's ready. If he's heard. But praying with no faith, everybody's just going to be disappointed. Right. Exactly. And this doesn't mean it wasn't God's will. But as the minutes went by, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, I noticed his breathing is getting quieter. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. In about 15 minutes, you can't hear him breathing at all, 20 minutes. And he's looking at me. Now, he's not straightened up. He's still bent over, but he's looking at me. Man, I could tell God's doing something. God's doing something. So I kind of went further back in the crowd, you know. And I'm preaching and I'm talking about he sent his word. He healed them. Jesus said, I will be made whole. Begin to talk about the creative word, the healing word, the restoring word. In another 20 minutes, the Lord's my witness. He's sitting straight up not laboring to breathe at all smiling smiling I thought glory to God when I finished the service nobody's prayed for him nobody's laid a hand on him He's sent his word all that's good and right but that's not the only way you can receive when we dismissed the service I talked to a couple of people and I went back in the back he's looking at me he's smiling hallelujah and his little wife is crying. Happy cry. A happy cry. He said, it's all over me. It's all over me. I said, what's all over you? I wanted to hear him say it. <laughs> I knew, but I like to hear it. He said, there's that word you're talking about or whatever. He said, it's all over me. And he took a deep breath. He said, oh, I feel good. And he said, I'm hungry. And his little wife went, ah! He just busted out crying. Happy cry. He hadn't been able to eat a solid food in, I guess, months almost. He wasted down to nothing. And to tell you the rest of the story, they went straight across the street and got more than one Mexican dinner. (laughs) And ate it all. With no ill effect. He's got to be healed. (laughs) Yes. But I asked him. I said, what happened? He said, I just listened to you. And it started happening. It started working in me. I felt it. He said, it's like it's tingling all over. It's tingling all over. And he's standing there. Smiling. Telling me he's hungry. Is that the same Jesus that we read about in Matthew and Mark and Luke and John and the book of Acts? Is he still The Lord that heals you of all your diseases. Oh, there's always going to be people that scoff it and mock it and make fun. And say, y'all are just simple, ignorant, uh, uneducated country folk. Y'all need to crutch religion. Well, go on and believe what you want. But we're going to have miracles. And we're going to have healings. And when you get in trouble, you're going to want to come on and talk to us about it. Stand up on your feet, everybody.